0: All right, Tim, the question for today's episode is, are women more easily deceived than men? Yeah, this is a Twitter conversation that
1: I had with someone who is basically saying that women are not prone to deception, more more deception than men, period. And the problem, though, is that as you read through the Bible, one of the things you're going to realize is that in 1 Timothy 2, uh, Paul essentially is mentioning the fact that women are not to teach or exercise authority over men, but to remain quiet and, and he gives two reasons for this. So the first reason, he says, is for Adam was formed for first. And then he says, and Adam was not deceived, but the woman was deceived and became a transgressor. transgressor. So the issue is that Paul seems to be grind, uh, grounding uh, the fact that women are not allowed to be teaching teachers in uh, the very nature of Eve herself, in that Eve was given over to deception in that moment. And so this is a reason given why women are not to be teachers or exercise authority over men. So it seems like um, the Bible at this point is saying, yes, women are more prone to deception than men, uh, despite the fact that this is currently, you know, scandalous to the minds of so many people.
0: Yeah. Uh, I I would assume most people probably hear what you're saying as women are, are more stupider than men, right? <laughs> <More> stupider. <laughs> yes <laughs> Women, yeah, I, what what is that like that little <laughs> kid you know um saying that that people would always sing like boys go to jupiter to get more stupider <laughs> is yeah, that basically go. what you're saying but instead of boys it's girls
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah well you know the the idea of being more prone to deception really doesn't have anything to do with intellectual ability and this is um some of the comments that people made along these lines, when they having a difficult time trying to separate these two concepts, meaning, like if you, if you say that um, Eve, by you know nature of her ontology, uh, being a woman, like there's something about her makeup that is fundamentally more prone to deception, um, so so much so that you know Paul doesn't permit a woman to teach her exercise authority over men. Meaning she's not made for it. Meaning she has certain inbuilt kinds of limitations or temptations in there. Um, In the minds of many people, they go exactly where you are saying. They go that they understand that to be some sort of slight on, like women's intelligence. But that that really like these two concepts are very different concepts. Um, And what I mean is that um, you know in the middle of the, you know, pandemic or whatever you want to call it, (laughs) uh, there, there's a great many intelligent people who made like choices that weren't um, very wise in those moments. Mm -hmm. So it didn't, it didn't reduce to like, it wasn't just about intelligence in the role. It wasn't just about like raw, like facts, cold, hard facts and logic. Uh, There's a lot of other things that seem to govern people uh, besides just the facts of the matter or how well you'll be able to score on a standardized test or something along those lines and so Mm -hmm. you know all the all the data out there shows that women and men are equal in terms of intelligence it just is funneled out into different areas of interest and different kinds of abilities so men are generally better at math and women are generally better in you know verbal kind of areas which is i mean no shock i mean you know women typically have you know a lot more words than men have (laughs) in general. And, you know, you know, you think about like something like chess, uh, chess, uh, all the chess masters are men, uh, with, you know, almost no exceptions. There's Mm -hmm. one lady who maybe can compete, but other than that, she's not competing at the top level. It's just like the way it works is that intelligence is the same. It's just found out in different ways, but then not everything is a moral problem. So, you know, the, the, the issue is that men and women are two different types of creation. Man is a different type of creation than woman. And, you know, because of the fact that woman is a weaker vessel, like like some of this is related to just her makeup, but then some of it's related to just her, um like in terms of her emotional makeup, and some of it's related to her physical makeup. So because women are, you know, smaller than men physically, and men are significantly stronger than women, you know, Part of what that means is that experience in life as a woman is very different than experience in life as a man. As a man, mm-hmm. I've never, like, literally never been afraid of being raped, for example, in my entire life. Yeah, that's like, just—I've I've never had that fear. But then this is a frequent and recurring, you know, element of life for women. It's something that is running around in their background of their mind. You know pretty regularly as you talk to women Uh, Mm -hmm. this is something that they're concerned about and there's something they're planning against and so women in general because of their smaller size they are more fearful than men like so they're more fearful than men like in terms of um um like as a brute reality of being the weaker vessel living in a falling world despite all the marvel movies that exist in the world but then um like if you like they're also more prone to worry they're more prone to anxiety. They're more, more prone to depression. So they're more prone to worry, anxiety, depression, and fears. And like all of that factors into this idea of deception in general. Uh, meaning, like, you know, if you're undergoing a massive worldwide event like this pandemic and all that there are many people who respond to that in a fearful way. And so women typically respond to the same situations as men prioritizing different concerns. So a woman is going to prioritize the concern of safety much more than a man is going to prioritize those certain concerns. And like, that's a feature, like that's a design feature that God has built into the system, which may mean that they, you know, have more tendencies to be helicopter moms than men are,
0: right? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: So they may fall... Like they may like, you know, on a scale, they may be more prone to certain temptations like fear and worry and and which will lead them to latch on to certain unrealistic solutions or over the top kind of solutions, kind of like we've seen in the pandemic. Like that doesn't like that's that's um, that's just an obvious reality that everyone knows about that no one's allowed to talk about. But we all know. I mean, if you're married, even just a few months, you'll realize that your wife is definitely prone to be much more fearful than you are. Uh, just look at YouTube videos of men on the internet, and they're constantly doing stupid and crazy things. And the reason why is because they've been given an overabundance of courage, and women have been given an overabundance of caution.
0: Uh, yeah, you that- know, there's actually a whole subreddit on on Reddit that's just called "Hold My Beer," right? <laughs> and it's all men doing idiotic things that are hilarious to watch but (laughs) they look pretty painful normally yeah
1: yeah or the florida man stuff right the florida Man memes i mean but that's all just like abundance of courage you know and so then um um and and so but what i mean is like there are certain temptations that come from those kind of things um you know i like the, the, the godliest women i know in my life they're the godliest women i know like they really still don't have like a stomach for um like doing church discipline or having hard conversations with people or mm-hmm. rolling their sleeves up and doing these messy kind of things. And, you know, like the godliest women in life, they almost will unfailingly think the best about people in a way that you can admire, but then you can say, hey, that's kind of naive, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and and the reason why is because they're governed by compassion much more than men. So we're different. Like, that's the point. Now, if you have a person who's prone, like more governed towards fear, caution, safety, compassion, you put all that together and that leads to, you know, maybe temptations to be naive in certain ways uh, te- that you see, like, you just read the, watch the news. You'll see like that women are prone to certain deceptions along those lines where they really do think that if, you know, we were to all just sat down and had a nice conversation with Hitler, we could have sorted it out without all the bombs because he's just a real nice guy and, you know, and uh, seems to, um, you know, say some nice things and all that. And there is a kind of naivety that can come from you know unfailingly thinking the best about people but yeah. you know
0: you 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 mentioned that example and i immediately thought of i haven't thought about this since since i first saw it but um there was a video that came out right as the you know russia and ukraine stuff was really ramping up uh and it was this some girl i, I don't i don't know who she was she was just some girl from online who Basically, she she recorded herself reciting, I guess, like a poem she had written, basically saying, hey, if I had if I had been Putin's mom, none of this would be happening because (laughs) I would have shown you the love that you needed or whatever. And, And everyone, everyone, I mean, everyone laid into her. Over that, over how naive it sounded, but then it's just proving your point, right? It
1: is, yeah. I mean, it, it is proving my point, and everyone knows it. And I mean, this is why you know fathers have a role to protect their daughters from all these scoundrel men. And it's like how many how many women have like in tears, you know, after the relation. And I'm not trying, I'm not laughing at this, but I mean, after the relationship is over, and she's like, hey, you know, I I thought he loved me, you know. How many times have women been taken, you know, by a man and deceived by a man because right. a man? like he said he loved me he said he cared about me you know he listened he really listened to me and whatever else and and it's just like you know like <laughs> um like that compassion that's great you know that that like women are much more compassionate than men but that can lead them to just not at times see the obvious that there are evil people in the world and you can't just write a poem and you know <laughs> convince
0: <laughs> I really to, need to. Not, I need to link that poem, yeah, that to video not go in the to description. War. You know, it doesn't work <laughs> that way. A. You
1: know? <laughs> I mean, in all the police brutality kind of discussions, I mean, like like there are women who've just never seen terrifying man strength, mm-hmm. and they think that you can just have a cup of coffee and sort it all out and say nice things and use de escalation techniques. And it's just like there are types of deception that come from having a more ca- compassionate, tender, refined nature it really doesn't know anything about aggression you know male aggression like um and male stubbornness and you know and just unfailingly thinks the best about people and i just you know i i um i can't tell you how many times in my life i've had these kind of discussions with like women in particular, where you have like a effeminate man who's flagging being a homosexual or whatever, and mm-hmm. you know, unfailingly, it's like it's like he's gay. You know, it's like you don't know that, right? And it's like well, <laughs> he's telling you he is, right? And then you know, then months later he comes out and they're they're shocked about it. It's like how could you be shocked about this? You know, yeah,
0: he's been, yeah,
1: like he, uh, like he literally is talking like a woman, walking like a woman. You know, so like the issue, though, is like none of this is about intelligence. You know, there's none, we're not talking about intelligence. What we're talking about is we're talking about a sensitive, compassionate uh, nature that uh, often is overly cautious and prone to fear that can lead to some sort of like built in naivety. Now, when you say that, like what people don't have a category for is they, it's like an all or nothing proposition in their mind. And this is what's frustrating about these kind of conversations. It's like an all or nothing kind of thing. So it's like, yes, I mean, obviously, if you're married to a woman, you know that she more prioritizes emotional considerations, like the emotional impact of any decision over and against what you are going to do. But it's not like as if men are 100% logical and women are 100% emotional and just incapable of like a logical thought in their brain or something like that. It's just they have tendencies like, you know, if you think about this. Like the percentages, I don't know what they are, but I mean, men, let's say men are like 95% logic, 90% logic, you know, 10% emotion or something like that. And women are 75%, 70%, you know, logic, 30% emotion or whatever. It's just like, that's, we're talking about something like that. You're not talking about zero or hundred. Right. Mm-hmm. And so like now what you want to do then is you want to, like, if you're going to have like a leadership position, you're going to have a teaching position like what you do what you don't want to do is you don't want to have like um like you want to have a person who is the least prone to deception in that position,
0: right? Right, yeah. Especially so, when especially when the position is so uh is is responsible for, you know, defending the flock against things like false teachers, right? And rightly dividing the word of God, right?
1: Right and, and that's the way God God's made men to have an overabundance of courage and he's made women to have an overabundance of compassion. So you put those two things together and the lady is going to rub off on the man and make him more compassionate than he otherwise would be, right? And he's going to yeah. rub off on her and make her more courageous and um realistic at times than she would other be otherwise be, right? Mm-hmm. So like they're both gonna make each other more realistic, meaning she's gonna rug, rub off on some of that reckless courage on him and make him more realistic, right? He's gonna rub off on that naivety on her end and make it a little bit more grounded and um um like we have to take godly risk at times, right? Yeah. yeah. But then what you wanna have happen is you want the man in the position of leadership and the woman rubbing off on him, pulling him back. You don't want the guy trying to push her forward. You, you mm-hmm. get what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Because
1: yeah. there are like real situations in life that require real courage. Like, so, you know, if you're storming on the beach, beaches of Normandy, you want the guy there who basically can look at that and shut off all. Like it has the capacity to shut off all the emotion and say, what do we got? To, what do we have to do here? Right.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and like a man is much easier able to do that than a woman. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh,
1: now, but then you want her in the background keeping him from being just a total harsh steel wall hold my beer (laughs) right yeah you want her doing that but you he's going to be better equipped to say all right like we make this move we lose ten thousand young men right Mm
0: -hmm.
1: like and so that's what you want like you want her in the background helping him not to be a reckless fool and then at the same time because you know like he couldn't bear to come home to her weeping or he could he couldn't bear to die on the battlefield and have her left you know uh mess of tears you know for the Mm -hmm. next (laughs) like that's what you want but so he's built to be strong and tough she's built to be sensitive and caring and that's why you know women are designed to take care of children and that's why men are designed to do the hard physical labor go fight the battles like and so we're just made differently and so when you're talking about this prone to deception thing yeah i mean like women because of their nature they can they can certainly be more naive Um, they can certainly um, be um, a little bit more prone to think the best about people in a way that they shouldn't right Mm -hmm. um and like that's a good thing like that's a good thing and that's a creative feature but i mean it's just not an all or nothing proposition so you know what people hear when you say something like that is oh they're just hopelessly naive you know airhead never had a logical thought in their brain you know might as well just don't talk you know that dumb blonde yeah yeah and it's just like that's like yeah um that's not what anyone's saying that's not what the bible's saying and there's no reason to go there with it in your brain.
0: You know I saw that um, I saw that Twitter thread where <laughs> you were you were having that conversation and I thought probably the most ir- the most ironic thing about this conversation is at some point someone jumped in there uh, who who was basically saying, hey when, you know women aren't aren't more prone to, to deception than men, right That's what they are saying. <laughs> And then you go to their Twitter profile, and in their bio it says, maybe even their name said this too, but basically said they were a woman pastor, right? right, right. And it's like, <laughs> okay, so the so the person who doesn't even understand that the Bible condemn very clearly condemns female pastors, even in the passage that is is being mentioned in okay. this conversation. Is saying, you know, hey, women aren't more prone to deception, right? That I, that was that was kind of the thing that it
1: was funny. I mean, it was the most illogical kind of conversation that like, with her that you can possibly imagine. Like there was no logic or reason. It was all just emotional arguments on the other side, and she couldn't right. even see it. You know, right? Like, like she's just proving the point. Like that. I mean, <laughs> in her case, in particular, define irony, right?
0: Right. Okay. All right. Well, fair enough. This has been another episode of Bible Bashed. We hope you have been encouraged and blessed through our discussion. We thank you for all your support and ask you to continue to like and subscribe to Bible Bashed and share our podcast with your friends and on social media. Please reach out to us with your questions, pushback, and potential topics for us to discuss in future episodes at BibleBashedPodcast at gmail.com and consider supporting us through Patreon. If you would like to be Bible-bashed personally, then please know that we also offer free biblical counseling, which you can take advantage of by emailing us. Now, go boldly and obey the truth in the midst of a biblically illiterate world who will be perpetually offended by your every move.